Welcome to Box Cutters episode 61, A Bad Day for the Leopard Man. My name is Josh Canal. To my far left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Clear eyes, full heart. <laughs> Can't lose! Yeah, that's it. Oh, I love that. And to my right, Mr. Brett Cropper. Good evening, viewers. And to my immediate left, the wonderfully saucy and sexy, Wahoo. the insanely talented... Marie Cardi. You're just saying that because I get you drunk. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Marika's brought in gin and tonic in a can. Well, now you make me sound cheap, like I'm some sort Sorry. of cheap alky. Gordon's gin and tonic <laughs> in Thank a can. Thank you. Thank you. It's no UDL. <laughs> no, God, no. It's, uh, it's going down very nicely. Can I say, Marik, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, as always, not just for your wit and your insight, but Josh and I know that this will be a week that Brett's in control. Are you sure? Yeah, because you're the yeah, only person you're who the holds only one that, that keeps him in line. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I get angry and shout at him. But I get angry and shout at him. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> yes, but I poke him with a stick when I do it. <gasps> stick poking. It's stick the poking. W- no, 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 but it's the way that you poke. <laughs> it certainly I, is. Yeah. That's what my mother says. Can we stop that now? Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> uh, Box Cutters is all about television. If you haven't joined us before, welcome. Welcome. Uh, coming up in Box Cutters. This week, we've got letters to box cutters. Hooray, hurrah. Uh, some crap TV. We're going to uh, be talking about another show in the US fall lineup. At some stage, it's no longer fall. That's. I, I think we're. I think next week's going to be the last <clears throat> next week. Next week's the last week of Why fall. Well, December 22. No, the, it's, it's called the fall lineup. But is no it autumnal? No one calls it the autumn lineup. Maybe I do. Maybe Am I do. nobody to you? No. No. You're, you're okay. almost everybody to me, Marie. <laughs> the autumnal lineup, I think, okay. is a nice thing to We'll be talking about the autumnal lineup. Channel 10 struck a big deal with CBS this week. We're going to be talking about that. And as always, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. In Drop in the Ocean news, Southern Star have sold another seven seasons of Home and Away to Belgium's Vlaams Media Marchup. Sorry? Hmm? Say that again. It's in, it's Is in that, Flemish. Is that in Belgish? Yeah, it's in Flemish. Right. A language I've never learned to read. Sorry. Uh, the JLB pronounces an I. Does that help? No, because there's an I before it. Yeah. I. It's like so I'm in Reynolds, so it's that like advertising Hawaii. guy. Machapi. It's like Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like that. Apparently, uh, Home and Away has uh, aired in Belgium for 17 years. Gracious. Uh, so, congratulations to Claire Taltus for negotiating that deal. So, they sell seven years in advance, is that? Or, uh, or are they the seven years seven behind? Years. Angel and um, no, Dutch I would say Bruma. I would say that they've sold they've sold the next seven years. <laughs> oh. They want to so. find out what happened with Angel and Dieter Bromer. We all Brummer. do. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there somewhere. I think, do you notice I can't couldn't remember his character's name? I didn't say Melissa George and Dieter Bromer. I just kind of like put them together. Yeah, them. Real life Dieter, <laughs> Melissa George, actress, right. Angel. I auditioned for the part of Angel. How did that go? Just think of, I could be Melissa George right now, married to some old Flavio Spaniard guy. And instead, in LA. instead here I am. you've got a career. Well, here I am podcasting, and I think we all know who's better off. <laughs> what about Dita? Right. We haven't heard from, we haven't <laughs> heard from Dita. Screw you, Marie Carter. I meant me. Oh, okay. Just give me back that chin. Right, <laughs> On Thing 7, Peter Meekin has confirmed today tonight host Naomi Robson may not front the program next year. She is currently considering her future. Uh... And uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, did, given did that, he release given a statement the saying, average... Did he release a statement saying she's just too instable a personality? No, I don't think it actually has anything to do with that. I think it's more about the average ratings going from 1.5 million down to 1.25 million, getting done by ACA 
and uh, losing numbers in Melbourne specifically. Being she hasn't had a state. great year Town. either, Naomi. She's just, for She's some reason, some people decisions. end up being a, a figure of ridicule and some people don't. But God knows what. Ray Martin should be much more of a figure of ridicule, I think. But Ray Martin has never appeared on television with a lizard. No, but he tried to strangle John Saffron, which I thought was incredibly hilarious, but, which never got released to the public. But I that know. wasn't on his show. On his, oh, okay. So he wasn't, on, that, it wasn't on his own show? Hasn't he done something stupid? He's been on telly so long. He must have done something stupid. No, see, that's, that's his key. What is he, a cyborg? That's I, scary. I think. Well, have just, you seen him talk? No. It's just excellent stage management. Oh, hideous. Hey, uh, Smith, which was one of the dramas from the US this year, which got axed Just fairly to be early on. Prince of Bel-Air. No. It, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to make that joke, but you came in there and did it for me and it wasn't that funny and they both groaned, so now I'm <laughs> glad it wasn't me who said it. <laughs> well um, left, Hardy. Well left. <laughs> Smith was a, a fun show star, starring Ray Liotta and uh, a bunch of other people. Australia's own. Uh, yeah, it's Australia's own somebody's son. Simon Baker. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, apparently, they, uh, whichever network it's on over there, plans to stream the remaining episodes over the internet. That's what I love about this show. We do all the research. <laughs> We're just so I think, it, uh, I think the, uh, the network had a three-letter call sign. Ah, right. Yep. Okay. And uh, on top of that, they're going to release a synopsis which will uh, outline where they were going to go with the rest of the series with the plot, which oh, is an interesting idea rather than just leaving all the fans hanging. That's what... Why didn't Last Man Standing think of that? Yeah. I ask you. We plotted a second series. Yeah. Who do I want to know? Well, what's to stop you? It's currently on on Channel 7, so yeah. once we get to the end of the 11 o'clock uh, season, more fans will be wanting to know what happened. Who was yeah. in charge of the website for Last Man Standing? I don't know if there was one, was there? Right, was see, there? You, can't get, you can't get buzz on the net unless you're on the net. Buzz on the net? Hey, that's what the Axel kids are saying. Axel Whitehead, look out. So, hey, my pants are done up. Thank you very much, Marie Carter. For Would, now. Wouldn't it Josh. have been a, a page on Yahoo 7? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. But they're never that informative. I don't think Yahoo 7 had launched back then. Back then? It wasn't that long ago. Were there computers when Last Man Standing was on? I can't remember. Yahoo 7 has launched at some stage in the last 60 weeks, Marie. And I Last know. Man Standing hasn't been on air in the last... Except for yes. yesterday when I called you. <laughs> and what a day it was. Ye- yesterday, I, uh, I... No, I'm not even going to no, tell you that can story. Say it's, a, it. it's a private story. I don't mind. I was going to tell it anyway. Okay. Well, yesterday I called Marie and, uh, and she said, I'm sorry, Last Man Standing's on. It's a masturbation scene. Can I call you back in five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was near the end of the episode and it's because it's on at two o'clock in the afternoons now. And, um, and I've seen two episodes, which is quite a horrific roller coaster ride emotionally. But um, yeah, there was a masturbation scene. I thought, I remember this. Then ring, ring, hi, it's Josh. I thought, nah. I want to watch the tugging off and see and, if it was as I remembered. And quite frankly, I'm, I'm glad that you don't talk to me on the phone while you're watching your masturbation videos. That I've written. That you've Not written. my masturbation <laughs> videos. <laughs> Not what you're implying there. Hey, uh, is it cut at all for the um, two no, o'clock time No, not at all. And I thought, God, they'll take out all the swear words. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No, it's all in there. Really? All it's the like, swear words that we invented. A little bit like uh, showing in Rated M House last night at 730 yeah, hmm. yeah, or twenty to one at six thirty. Well, we wrote it for an after, I think after eight thirty. We knew it was going to be on after eight thirty, so that's what we sort of had. Which freedom. is ironic, given that it got to eleven thirty. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. <laughs> While I'm down here, stick the other boot in. Speaking of things unfair in the world of television, Thank CBS uh, is extending the series of The Class. No. Yes. How, how can they extend this premise out any longer? Marik, the premise of this show was a guy who's grown up organises a high school reunion for his grade three class. And that's the whole series? That's the that's whole series. Is the whole series set at the reunion? The one no, night? Just, just the first episode set there, but it kind of... Uh, the next... Uh, several of the characters end up in hospital and from the party food poisoning no that's high drama that is no the, the suicidal guy who hilariously oh. keeps trying to he, take as many pills as possible uh drives over the girl he's just fallen in love with 
Happens. And mm. Happened to Brian from E17. Episodes. Like he drove over himself. Episodes. <laughs> I don't even know No, how. me neither. Episodes four and five of the class are just a bunch of people sitting around going, hey, remember that reunion we went to? <laughs> Wasn't that good times? Good times. Good times. Where do I tune into this magnificent television series? <laughs> well, Ross can hook you up, I'm sure. <laughs> hook me up the, big uh, time. Uh, CBS is saying they might not need a full season of the class, partly because uh, they've got high hopes for Rules of Engagement, which is mm. a mid-season uh, replacement comedy. New Star- Adam Sandler show. Uh, produced which, by Adam um, Sandler, starring David Spade. Yes. Yes. So, it's, yes. He's oh, so you'll, you'll, be, uh, you'll be jumping in at that with both folks. I, I love, I love both Adam Sandler and David Spade. Yeah. Do you actually, or are you yeah, being no, sarcastic? I, no, I really do. Really? I really, Adam Sandler films can make me cry. Oh. And Big Daddy especially. You yeah. see, that's funny because Adam Sandler films make me cry too. Yeah, different ways. <laughs> yeah, though. very different ways. <laughs> different ways. And I think David Spade is hilarious. He was so good on Saturday Night Live when he did the news. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just, he's, he's great. So I am looking forward to that. I can't wait for the class to finish so that they can start. I you can't just can't wait for, wait for the class yeah, to finish. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> In some excellent spin news, SBS are saying that the viewers have warmed to advertising breaks stuck right in the middle of their programs. And what they've, they've got this because of the new Nielsen advertising <laughs> well, ratings that well, not even Nielsen think did you guys, works? Did you guys know that uh, they'd actually been just trialling uh, the new advertising regime? No, I, did, I didn't realise that. I, I thought it was here mm. to stay. Yeah. Well, you you yes. just go on the website, there's 8,000 people going, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> well, people are very upset. They're, they're, Really angry. Yeah. Have, have you, you, but apparently have you seen, been shafted by it when you've been watching a few no, SBS programs? One, one, I remember watching The Iron Chef and the ad break that I saw had an, um, Lisa McCune Coles, which made me feel very comfortable, and then an ad for um, genital herpes. And then they're like, back to The Iron Chef, yum, yum. And I was like, ah. So I think so they've got a, you know, I know they're very new. It's like a kid with a new toy. They'll just like put that in, put it in anywhere but that didn't, it's trying anything. But didn't when you were watching Iron Chef, didn't the fact that there was an ad make you instantly just go, oh, oh, ad, this is wrong. Oh, you sounded like one of the chefs when you did that. Uh, did <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, it feels very wrong. It feels yeah. really wrong seeing ads on there. I mean, I still get a little bit startled when I see ads on Foxtel. And I don't know if I'm just sort of... There's more and more of them coming Yeah, out. just, I, don't know, I know I'm stuck in the past, man, but you just sort of get used to, well, this is Foxtel, all I'm going to see is ads for other shows. And then you get mm. an ANZ ad and you go... What the mm. hell's that about? Uh, so I've never understood that. If you're paying to watch TV, why the frick are you getting advertising as well? Exactly. Because uh, we don't pay enough uh, for how much it actually costs. Because if you remember back to last week, Brett, running television in Australia is quite expensive. Only for a commercial free-to-air <laughs> station. No, it's quite expensive. <laughs> uh, SBS didn't uh, do anything with Nielsen ratings of commercials, but uh, said that through the trial, <clears throat> the uh, number of complaints that they got from viewers slowed from 1,000 in the first week to between 10 and 20 per night. That's uh, because... Do people have to keep complaining <laughs> for apparently them to... So. You, no, that's terrible. Apparently that's so. also because 1,000 people were watching early on and now only 10 or 20 people are watching. But also, if I complained about... If I called Channel 10 and said, I'm so furious about X, I wouldn't think that I'd have to keep Call calling the for them to yep. register that complaint or for them to take yep. it seriously. And you also wouldn't wait four weeks and then think, I'll call now. Yes. Yeah, you, SBS, yeah. you suck. Uh, that was Brett. That was Brett. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have all... that, do you have that problem too, the Brett people mix up your voice and Brett's? <laughs> like they do mine but... Voice? Well, we get mistaken for each other all the time. I go out. Brett? No. Given the way that the audience has warmed to the commercials, uh, the trial is a success and it will be rolled out across all primetime programs by late January. Okay. Too bad. So sad. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be spending some of the 10 million bucks on uh, new drama. Apparently. Oh, oh and, there you the, go. and some of it's already been spent on the ashes for next year, I'm sure. Mm. I'm mm. sure. Hey, uh, who is Harold Mitchell? Mitchell and Partners, uh, media buyer, and he's everywhere. He's on ABC Radio, he's on a dub. He's Basically, writing, if you want a quote about TV, right, you figures, go to, you go to him. Right, well, someone's, it, he's someone's like done that. <laughs> TV business commentator. Someone's gone to him and asked for a quote. And then written an entire article about it in Variety. What's his quote? Uh, Harold Mitchell has said, unless we collectively act, commercial free-to-air television will lose more audience than it has already as a consequence of the emergence of new technologies. 
he says that uh, more money needs to go into drama or, uh, more correctly, the government needs to cut the licence fees so that networks can afford more Australian drama. That's what he reckons. I reckon people have to watch Australian drama to inspire the networks to make more well, see, Australian drama. That's partly. How, how big are the licence fees? Uh, 25 bucks. <laughs> Really? <laughs> it hardly seems much, does it? I know. It really, you know, in, in, in you know, greater terms. And, I, and still, Rupert Murdoch thinks it's too expensive oh, to run. That's, that's cheap. That's uh, You know what? It doesn't actually say in the in the article, but I'm guessing well into the gazillions. No, it'd be more. So we've gone from twenty-five. Do- you don't know, Josh. I, you could have said that straight away and saved us all this faffing about twenty-five dollars <laughs> to gazillion. It's somewhere in that range. Come on, that's that's as accurate as SBS's (laughs) statistics about about viewers not liking the ads. Hey, uh, the former Doctor Who, Christopher Eccleston, Mm -hmm. who was uh, fantastic, I thought. Yeah, he was the the Doctor Who, but one. So, so not former like Tom Baker or or any of those old Doctor Who's, but the the first Doctor Who of this latest incarnation. Brett, you're showing yourself up as Doctor Who nerd. Stop, stop. I'm actually not. <laughs> Too no, late he's, now. He's just showing himself up as being a confusing talker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Christopher Eccleston is to star in Heroes. Really? As a Time mm. Lord? Uh, as a person with special powers. They already a have... Hero. They they already cool. have someone who's you know kind of like a time lord. So yeah, do you mean hero? Yeah, yeah. I guess he's kind. He's kind of you know he doesn't have twelve hearts or nothing. You have to you have to watch Heroes too, Marik. It's yes, fantastic. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to make me oh, VHS. It's coming to uh, Channel Seven next year. It's very hard for any of us to to now make you a VHS. Marie, I know, I was trying to just sound yeah, a bit old-fashioned. Yeah, we, we don't have that technology anymore. Kids today, huh? I know. <laughs> Sheesh. Why don't you send it through laser mind beams <laughs> and I'll pick it up. <laughs> In uh, local uh, current affairs news, Channel 7 are uh, looking into the viability of starting a Sunday evening current affairs program at 6.30pm. Uh, Channel 7's weakest night of... The week is the Sunday night, and it's actually Mark Llewellyn, um, but who, if who they, recently got well, no, if recently they, left the Nine Network, oh. um, who's coming with this if new idea. If they end up showing the Twilight Games of the football, it will no longer be their weakest night. What have they got on there at the moment? Uh, the wine or, uh, yeah. Where are they now? Where are they now? And, oh, I can't believe no one's tuning in. And for that, that thing with the the bitchy judge from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, you, you may be is right. That's still on. Nah, that's, no, that's, that's, that's long that's, gone. No. What's there? What's there now? And good as gold was there for a while, but that's gone as well. Uh, mm. I think Disneyland. Do they still have Disneyland on <laughs> on a Sunday night? I have very fond memories of that <laughs> wonderful world of Disney show back growing up. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I just cool. remember with uh, Gavin Was. Do you remember Gavin Was? Who are the two? Gay guys from the block oh, in the first oh, series, yeah. and there was lots of complaints. You know, people were ringing radio stations and writing in and about saying the gays. And, well, saying at six thirty, there used to be the wonderful world of Disney on, and now you've got these now gay men. Gays. And, and, gay, and uh, Gavin Woz went on and said, "Yeah, and guess what? We used to watch at six thirty on Sunday <laughs> nights." <laughs> Station sources say the program may be uh, like a, ca- a Sunday evening version of Sunrise. The host is uncertain, but Chris Barth comes to mind as her newsreading efforts in Sydney uh, have gone well against nine heavyweights, Mark Ferguson and Mike Munro. So, uh, an evening version of Sunrise. Mm, so, not too heavy. So, more like Sunset. Yes, that's also been suggested. Right. Uh, the, um, did I miss that? Was it suggested on this show? No, I just no, no, blanked no, no, out? no. Oh. In something else that okay. I read today. Uh, the, uh, but Sunrise isn't really current affairs. It's just people faffing on for some time. Well, it's a lot like this show. <laughs> you could say that about pretty much any show, couldn't you? It, well, not not a proper current affairs show. Not like seven thirty report is not just people faffing. Faffing. That's faffing. That's not faffing. Yep, yep, yep. No, no that's no interest rates. Tedious. <laughs> no, that's directional talking. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I'll sit you down in front of the <laughs> This directional talk. This faffing. I wish someone would. And then I'll test you. Don't do that. Why? Because I'm having a gin. No, no later. <laughs> it's going to go badly. Like after. I'll be having a gin then too. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, OJ Simpson. 
What's well, he doing? Apparently, this if is the crazy. glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Apparently, it's the, the Wookiee defense. <laughs> Fox Network in the US is about to screen a two-part special in conjunction with a new book about AJ Simpson, where OJ is interviewed and describes if he had committed the murders of his wife and her boyfriend, how he would have done it. How can they do that? How? How does that not make him sound like the most guilty person in the world? It doesn't matter, Josh. Double jeopardy. Doesn't matter. The running he can away say, from the police he can say, made him look I did like it. the most... And they can't convict him on it. I know. So if he would have done it, this is how he would have done it. Yes, this and is then, how he would have why done would it. He, why would he agree to that? If like, I had, why would he... Because what he's going to say is, if I had done it, I wouldn't have left all of this crappy evidence behind. And he's still got to make money to pay off the civil case. The civil case, yeah. He hasn't paid them anything yet, though, has he's he? He's paid them some. How much? Mm, I can't tell you that. Mm. $25. <laughs> A gazillion. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere between. <laughs> I, just, I just liked in the article I read, uh, they described Fox as from the network that bought you when animals attack. <laughs> so I think, I think that's kind of the link there with this. I can't wait for terrible reenactments as well. And is he going to star in the reenactments? Oh, I hope so. Oh, it's I'm going to watch that. Starring Chris Rock as OJ Simpson and Anna Nicole Smith as Nicole. Hey, uh, that is going to rate its ass off. Well, you'd think so. Of course so. it is. I, it you'd think really, so. It's going to rate better than the Michael Jackson special. Well, the Court TV just rated by itself. Back in the day. Yeah, but Michael Jackson didn't do a special saying, if I'd molested those boys, this, this is how I would yet. have done it. True. Yet. He hasn't done it yet. <laughs> yes, he might, get, he might get the idea from OJ and think, that's a good idea. Yeah. Talking hey. of attacking, Channel 9 have uh, attacked Backyard Blitz with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice segue. That, that was like good. I'll <laughs> give it a 7.5. Yes, Backyard Blitz, uh, I believe, is finished up for the year. It's uh, They have six episodes in the can. They'll be screened next year. But uh, they, John and I have told CTC Productions that uh, no more episodes will be made. Thank you very much. And Don, Don Burke's Burke. come out and, like, well, Don, Bo- Don Burke is CTC he's, Productions. Oh, is yeah, he? I thought he was, like, their rival. No, he's the producer of Backyard Blitz. Really? Yeah. So He's it, got his finger in a lot of pie. Well, not Doesn't anymore. he, Burke? Not anymore. He does love sticking his finger in things, though. And, like, gardens. Like gardens, Marie. Don't, don't look at me like that. I'm just that. leaving you there. I think you need to, to, to specify a green thumb that he's sticking in. Right, right. Yes. He does love putting the thumb in. And Interestingly. Uh, but this is the last, this is the, the, the end of his relationship with Channel 9. That's it. Well, for the moment, he, he hasn't written off uh, working with them again. At all. In fact, I'm guessing Channel 9 has. In fact, he's been uh, kind of complimentary to Eddie. Um, but it's quite complimentary a- or sucking up? Complimentary. Okay. This, this is a huge fall he from He says Eddie is a great for, operator and he has Blitz. my respect. For What's a double fall from Grace for, for Don Burke? Yeah, but Backyard Blitz, even at this time last year, it was, it was doing huge things in it's, the ratings at, at 6.30 on a... On a Sunday night. Well, its they last moved episode it, did 1.2 million. They moved it to a Friday night. And it wasn't doing anything at all on a Friday night up against Better Homes and That's Gardens. That's they, they move things and think the audience will follow. Yep. I don't know when yep. they're going to learn their lesson. I mean, want... that's, yeah, that, I mean, that was a hugely successful show and then they moved it back. I don't think it ever survived. Because they moved it. Mm. Yep, and it's been on and off. Uh, and Don Berg actually said that Nine told him that the genre had been exhausted. Mm. Well... That's well, only a good thing, I he, think. He should, ring, uh, he should ring Channel 7 and let them know. Channel 10. <laughs> well, because Better Homes and Gardens is still doing great things for them, so he better ring Channel 7 and let yeah. them know oh, it's been exhausted. But also Just with Channel 10's uh, shift of demographic that they're going for, uh, it might be wide open for him to walk in there. And was he on Tench recently? He better. Yeah. I don't, think I don't so. know. <laughs> what? What? Like I followed Don Burke around <laughs> wherever he goes and make little notes. Well, you're in my wearing book. the T-shirt. But you guys are watching Tim. Yeah, and that's I love wearing the T-shirt so much. If I was to follow him around, oh, it'd look weird. It would. I see where you're going. You see? Yeah. You see? Yeah. Uh, Brett, you have two more bits of news. One global, of them includes global television. Global TV, who uh, owned the studios at Nunawading, where uh, Rove Live, amongst other shows, uh, thank shot- God you're here. Um, yeah, thank series. God you're here And uh, are also taking over the management of the Commentary Street Studios That uh, Channel 7 up until recently ran These are both, <gasps> uh, these are both Melbourne studios Yep uh, 
have has been sold. Uh, Channel Ten and PBL uh, owned fifty one point one percent share of the company, and they've accepted a forty six million dollar offer uh, for their stake in the company. So, what's been sold? Global's been sold, not the studios. Uh, well, I think I think the studio comes under Global. No, but what has Global the company been sold? Or have the studios... The controlling interest of Global has been sold. Right. Yep. To whom? Uh, to somebody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have bolded that. Uh, Ross, to, is, is this to you to go with your 9% of, uh, of Channel 9 Perth? Possibly. Right. It's the private equity group Catalyst Investment Managers. Right. So it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a Channel 9 deal, actually, uh, because they got... They had that many shares uh, bought by a, an investment company. So it's not a media company. It's just about having investment in media. Right. But they've got a controlling interest now in yep. in Global. But that's not going to change the fact that Global are running studios out of Nunawading and out of Coventry Street. Uh, not that uh, it's mentioned in this article. Okay. That's interesting. <clears throat> that's interesting. And your last bit of news. Uh, what was my last bit? Ah. Oh. Rove Live has been uh, cancelled. Am I the, the only one left with news? Yeah, that's why we're all staring at you. <laughs> Sorry. Rove McManus has cancelled his television variety show for the rest of the year. That would be uh, three shows that were due to go to air following the death of his wife, Belinda Emmett, which happened uh, last weekend. Was it on Saturday? It was Saturday morning. Um, actually, in hindsight, it was kind of interesting because I read about the whole the, the whole timeline about she was in... Brisbane in hospital on Monday and he'd been up there and flown back for the show just an hour or something before the show. Having seen parts of the show, he was holding up exceptionally well. Well, because I don't think they realised from what I've read how serious it was. I read that he just... I mean, if it, if, um, presumably if it was that serious, you wouldn't go back to Melbourne and film the show or if you, if you thought it was that serious. Plus, plus all you have, also have to remember, his job is to make it look like nothing True. is wrong. yeah. Mm. yeah. And you know, and very he, impressed by his professionalism. Um, he's done that for the last four years, I think. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people don't realise that, but uh, with uh, with Belinda being sick, and sometimes it's been very hard. Mm. Uh, so you know, I think he's he's done exceptionally well. This but Tuesday, Rove is going to come back next year, apparently, but whenever he's ready. Yes. Yes, that was uh, the announcement by Channel Ten last night mm. that uh, he'll be back on air sometime in two thousand and seven, but. When he's ready. And last Tuesday and next Tuesday are being filled by a repeat of a comedy festival uh, special. And then the week after, uh, they'll, Peter Hellier will present the best bits of Rove Live in a two-hour season finale right. at 8.30pm. News to me. Uh, and that <laughs> is the Box Cutters News. Hi, I'm Jess McGuire and you're listening to the lovely word spoofing boys at Box Cutters. Box Cutters. Speaking of Channel 10, which we were during the news, uh, they have signed a mammoth deal. A huge deal. Uh, it's a Great a- news, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> <laughs> because what it means is Channel 10 have signed this deal with CBS. What it means is that Channel 10 are going to have Dave. Well, okay. Taking your own personal interest out of this, Brett, what it actually means is that Channel 10 will have exclusive rights to all CBS content, which not only means Letterman... But that's the bit best part of it. <laughs> which not only means... Given I'm, what Quizmonkey's been doing to it. <laughs> which not only means Letterman, which Channel 10 have... I, I mentioned on the blog that I had some information about what would happen with Letterman. Apparently Channel 10 are going to be airing it after the late news. Which is better than Channel 9 have ever done for it. So after Sports Since like 1992. Tonight. So 11, 30, 12 o'clock, that, that kind of time slot. Fantastic. Uh, which, is, which is excellent. It's but it awesome. also means... <laughs> Settle down, Brent. Come on. It also means that uh, they get all of the CSI franchise. CSI, Without a Trace... Is that, uh, I, I, I heard that they're under a different deal, the CSI. No, they're all, they're all under that CBS deal. That, oh, no, that's so they're my going understanding. to 10 My too. understanding was that Bruckheimer, Bruckheimer Productions, yes. has a separate deal with Nine, and all the CSIs are staying at I Nine. I think I read that today too. However... And I, I haven't heard any mention... I, I haven't heard any mention yet of any of the CSIs going to, uh, going to Channel 10 other than what you just said. NCIS is Gosh. going to be there. 
but I don't see any mention. NCIS of is already on ten. Apparently, well, Simpsons yeah. are going to ten as well, and it's staying. <laughs> <Your drama. laughs> uh, uh, yeah, apparently, my understanding is that the is that CSIs aren't moving, and if the CSIs move, Channel Nine would be in real trouble. Yeah. Well, this, two- this is this is why I thought it was such huge news. If it's my understanding is that it's, it's still big. It's still bought big Dave's news. It's just be not before huge. Midnight. See, look how excited you made Brad. I know. My, I know, my understanding is that it's all the 60 minutes American what? content, which is huge for Channel 10 to get because that means... Because Channel 9 have been putting in uh, US 60 minutes uh, stories into the local All version. the time. So, so 60 minutes is really going to struggle to reach 60 minutes. I think they're going to change the name to 30 minutes just to try and, <laughs> to try and fill the time slot. Which we, will actually only be 22 minutes. But most importantly, the thing Channel 10 is most excited about is that they're getting Dr. Phil. Is that most importantly, that's, really? That's what Channel 10 think, because they're, they're going to be... It was at the top of the, the media release, yes. Channel 10 reckon that they've got daytime television cornered now. And they're going to do, do a back-to-back with Dr. Dr. Phil and Phil? Oprah. Oh, yeah. People really? love more, more people watch Dr. Phil than watch Oprah. Yeah, it's However... Really? It's a great show. I, lo- I love to watch it just because maybe I'll get a glimpse of his crazy-looking wife with... The thousand different types of plastic surgery. Really? Oh, yeah, she looks like a monster. I only like watching Maury. You know Maury Povich, who's mm. on, um, oh, yeah, on on Fox and he Hill. Either he only has two guests. He's either got teenage pregnant mothers, or mm. like, or mothers who like they do the paternity tests. They bring out the father. They say, "That's not my baby." And he says, "The test says you are the father." Like that kind of thing. And then the girls go off and cry. And he likes to comfort them. He does. He Maury does like likes it. to touch. Or he brings out children sort of on trolleys with no arms and legs, no. and he touches them. He also has he also has uh, kids out of control. He likes to touch them too. He he comfy, he's very comforting. Well, you know what he does with the kids out of control? He sends them to boot camp. Yeah, and he I gets know. a drill sergeant. To, and if that's not S and M like, I don't know what. That, what happens when he brings them back? touches them. <laughs> <laughs> That's sounding very much like uh, like Ricky Lake, what Ricky Lake used to do. No, creepier. No, creepier. Yeah. <laughs> Maury comforts, Maury touches. Do you reckon that's how they pitched it? It's kind of like Ricky Lake, but creepier. I, w- I want to be like Ricky Lake, but creepier. Sold, Mr. Povich. So let's let's clarify, Maury Povich's show is not part of this deal. No, I just wanted to talk but, about it. But it is, it's it's your favourite Dr. Phil style yeah. show. In other, in other big news for Channel 10, they've announced that they're going to show lots of the sport, including the AFL and the Formula One in high definition. Yep. Yes. For the first time. And also, they have apparently okayed a second series of Tripping Over, which is good news. They that have. Is, yep. That yes. is true. That, you'd be happy about that, I Marie am very King. happy about that. Um, some other news shows that are starting up on Channel 10, Teen Fat Camp. Oh, dear. Uh, saving That's not the worst. <laughs> saving <laughs> Babies with Kim Watkins. I can't imagine what that is about. We're getting closer to the worst. <laughs> Wait, hey, is the worst The Contest? Uh, I don't know. That could be okay. The worst I, I was celebrity thinking was dog celebrity dog school. <laughs> how is that? How is that bad? That's got everything I like in a show. It's got celebrities. It's got dogs and, and it's school. got discipline. Yeah. No, I heard the contest. Wait, are is... these Australian celebrities? No, but they're Australian dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the contest is a local version of a show called uh, Poker Face, which has been mm. on in the UK. Right. I, I which thought is... it was a local version of the contest. Seriously, which contest? <laughs> no, the contest. No, the contest. As in, that was its name overseas. Oh, really? I think so. Okay, that wasn't what I read. I could be wrong, but I didn't print out what I read, so I can't <laughs> quote you verbatim. Guys, riveting as this is, let's just continue on with making up stuff. Thank God you're here's back. The wedge is back. Thank God. The Joanne Lee story, a mini series. The wedge is getting another series. The yes. wedge. The wedge had their new series signed. Like five weeks into the airing of this current season, which is season two, am I right? No, it's season, season season one. It's still season one, Marie. Is it really? It's, I know it seems like an eternity, it's but it's so still season one. Reason. The the weird thing about the wedge was that they signed this deal before uh, the the figures just started falling. The wedge has Josh. absolutely decimated Channel 10's Tuesday night. Yeah, does it rate at all? No. No. No, people Why watch Why would like, they sign it? Because it's cheap. Because they're insane. But because Tuesday they get night drama for Channel 10 have it. been their weakest night. Yeah, they do. They get, they drama, get drama points. They get drama points. Well, that's, 
but, but you look cheap. at you look at uh, the ratings for The Simpsons and the ratings for Futurama, and then they drop off by about half when The Wedge comes on, which means there are still a lot of people watching The Wedge. God knows why, but uh, but it just people just turn off in droves, and then they've lost them for the rest of the night. Mm. And I, what's on after it? Uh, it goes uh, The Wedge and Real Stories was on for a while, and then Rove Live. Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah, The Wedge completely destroyed any audience that Real Stories could hope. Celebrity Joker Poker they had for a little bit. Yeah, which... A week. The, the, the Wedge does well with younger... Uh, with younger demographics, yes, I think. Yes, I it think. does. I'm mm. a part of that demographic, and I choose to deride that show as much as possible. <laughs> and, um, and the demographic. And the de- yeah. Because they don't fight back. So small. Touch them. <laughs> what, you're 12 years old. Grow up. You're sounding like Maury now. I'm feeling like Maury right now. Channel 10's recent hits are also coming back. Australia's Biggest Loser 2, Big Brother 7, Australian Idol 5. Um, yes. And they'll be having a very quick turnaround from cinematic to small screen free-to-air with Boytown. Yeah, and that's Kim amazing. Really? So, so they're both going to screen next year. Yep. That's so soon. That's, that's incredible. Boytown and what? Kenny. Kenny. Well, they can't really? keep playing yeah. the castle. Over and over again. No, no, no. Right. That's where you're wrong. They do. <laughs> and the so Castle well. and the two Adam Sandler ones that they play every month. Oh, Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore and... and Billy Madison. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love both those films. Uh, the, uh, with, uh, with Kenny and Boytown, does this mean that they're getting them before Foxtel get yep. them? Really? Yep. That's fascinating. Channel 10's shaking things up. Yeah, they are. With the doing the Jericho. Why do you marry if you love them so much, Ross? Honestly. <laughs> It's a blatant plug. Channel 10, shaking things up. Oh, you no. want to be Axel Whitehead, don't you? Ah, oh, video hits, you, you found me out. Open. You found me out. We, we, we're it. talking about three commercial networks with two of them just going backwards at an incredible mm. pace, copying each other and doing whatever they can. Channel 10's actually doing stuff. Channel yeah. 10's showing Jericho as it screens in the US. Now Channel 10's... And, and the OC. Had, the OC and the OC. Yep. Yeah. With Jericho, they've, they've, they've yeah, had yeah, fantastic... Good on you, Axel. With Jericho, they've had fantastic timing because uh, that w- they'll get the end of year... Uh, screening from the US here just in time for the end of ratings and then they take three months off yep. and, and then they come back, back in, February. in February. So it's all going to be ratings for us. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they, they've actually oh, thought about this, Brett. They, <laughs> it's, whoa, is, whoa, whoa. I know. You are talking about programmers, aren't yes. you? Yes. Well, no, I'm talking about the people who tell programmers what to do, I think. Well, is there such a person? But it's, oh, there must be. Jesus. I think it's, no, it's, it's the little figures that they see above their heads. The little, <laughs> do it, do yeah. it, put that on now, take it off after move one episode. Backyard, <laughs> move it. I'm actually a bit sceptical that they, they thought this through because Channel 7 clearly didn't think through doing Lost the same way. No, or Heroes. And it would have made a lot of sense to do Lost the same way because there was only yeah. a six-episode run. They could have run the six episodes out and then be up to date with when it was on at the start of and next year. And audiences really respond to it, I think. Yeah. I think the problem with Channel 7 is they get... Like, they read variety, much like I do, but they get uh, their issues of variety sent they by ship. They don't get the air freight. No, they get, they get them sent by ship. And I so, thought it was carrier pigeon that they got them sent. It's from America. Pigeons can't fly that far. Not the pigeons I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking I don't about. Even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I think that's that's Channel Seven's problem. Channel Nine. It's very hard to read things when your hair's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I expect uh, we'll have similar announcements in the next couple of weeks from Channel Seven and uh, Nine, and probably ABC and SBS. Let's get a regular segment without an intro. Hey, this is James Talia, and you're listening to the spot where you can find out everything good, bad, and otherwise on your box. It's the box cutters. The autumnal season in the US. God bless you. God bless you. (laughs) And while the leaves are falling, so are many of the shows. They've almost all fallen the leaves. There's only one or two left on the the tree for us to look at. Yes. And uh, the one we're looking at this week is Vanished. Vanished. Don't watch it. Enough said. Oh. <laughs> oh, and no. second over. Oh, that's a, that's a little harsh. Is, what would is you that say? too harsh? Oh, I, I, Are I, they shaking it up a little? No, can we, can they're, we, they're definitely not shaking it up at all. Can I, we have a bit of an idea about what it's about? Yeah. It, I haven't seen it. It's uh, <laughs> a senator's wife gets kidnapped. Oh, been done. And the uh, crack FBI team track her down. And around every corner there's a mystery and a, and a, and a subplot and... 
all kinds of exciting it's, things. Essentially, it's prison break, but from the opposing view, from the view of the people trying to catch people. So every week we get clues. The prison break, they started off court. Yeah. It, okay, the way prison break worked, Brett, was they had to get out of prison. With Vanished, they have to find the senator's wife. And get now, her into prison. It all seems... <laughs> that's what I thought it, it, well. it's, it's a very... Uh, well, I don't bother. Opposite. Oh, you've made Josh leave. You made Josh leave. See what you've done now. You've ruined Christmas. It's, 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 a, very, it's a very traditional kind of high-powered spy kind of... Who's in it? ...kind of drama. It's got everybody in it that you've seen as, like, bit parts in things. Oh. Like everyone, the cast. It's their moment in the sun. Everyone yep. who's ever played a bartender <gasps> is in this show. Woody Harrelson is in this show. That's incredible. <laughs> Sorry. Isaac no, from the I should have boat. said, waiter. Oh. Most interestingly with the... <laughs> Rachel uh, from Friends. Most interestingly with the cast... Uh, the The senator's son's boyfriend... <gasps> senator's... Daughter's oh. boyfriend is played by Chris Egan, who uh, was from Home and Away. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, played uh, a character called Nick Smith, apparently. But good to see him uh, him getting some work, even if it isn't the best work to be getting. But no, it's but, work. It's something. But you know yep. what? When I think when a, when an Australian goes over there, mm-hmm. and his first scene involves him taking his shirt off. Yep. That's a surefire sign that his career is on the up and up. Yep, definitely. Because that's, that's what's happened with pretty much everyone. Yeah. Well, well talking along those lines, uh, Daniel McPherson was quoted as saying that if Tripping Over didn't get picked up for a second season, he was going to piss Go off to Panto. Hollywood as well. Oh. This uh, Vanished... He's, he's going to do all right in Hollywood, Vanished is the, uh, is the sort of high-tech show where they where they have instant graphics at the push of a button. Yes. You know, all this 3D graphics. And anything can be solved with a filter. Like, they have a very blurry photo or a kind of a when voice image. you just keep pressing enter. Yeah, they keep... Oh, put a, put a, put a it blog just filter <laughs> over it. They, oh, oh, look at that crystal clear picture. They, um, there's one scene where the, there was somebody in a cafe and they wanted to get an image of the person on the cafe <laughs> and there was an ATM across the road. Oh. And they said, "Ah, oh, an ATM across the road." And uh, the, the, <laughs> they, the, they just—they the, invented a brand new ATM camera. The partner said, "Oh, I know ATMs got cameras, but surely you couldn't pick up." Oh no! Hopefully, it's been retrofitted with a wide-angle lens. Oh, and they get there. God. Oh, it has! And, Fantastic. And you can put the filter on. Not, it. Yeah. Yeah, not a, so not only do they get it, they get the photo, and there is a reflection on the glass, so you can't actually see somebody's face. They put it through this program that a must, filter. must be a filter called Reflect Off. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, but it oh. must have been. I think they just called it a filter. Oh. But it, it must have been Reflect Off because then you could see the woman's face perfectly clearly. Was and that the entire episode or was that just a lot of no, expositional this, this, dialogue in one that scene? That took about 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. It moves really God. fast. They're watching in the police office, they watch the world's biggest TV, which is fantastic. It puts to shame any sports stadium scoreboard. So it's is it like a NASA size kind of control room yeah. type thing? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, what, what you don't actually see is that, because uh, all we can see is the TV in the police station, but behind that wall is the entire Holden blimp. <laughs> Just sitting there. Now, how many episodes did you guys watch? One. One. <laughs> no. Oh, two. What? Two. I watched two. I watched You're two. You're a brave man. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of interested with the plot. I'm not. I really... I really couldn't care. Because she's vanished and they've just discovered the body of somebody who vanished 10 years ago who's been frozen years ago. up until now. And No, she'd vanished 10 years ago. The other frozen? one vanished 12 years ago. Okay. Uh, no, frozen, they think, in a meat locker. And they thawed her out. So she'd been missing for this long and she looked just as she looked 10 years ago. And uh, Except with less life. And a bit, bit, yeah, more, right. a bit more water around yeah. her. <laughs> I want to know, Ross, why you're interested in the plot of this show, yes. but not Dexter. What is it that this terrible, terrible blight on my television viewing for the week has that Dexter didn't? Just because he can predict couples and romance, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Sorry, it's not Rick. compelling viewing. I did that joke last week. Damn! <laughs> and we grow. You left it. You and me, Will Smith, Dexter, were on the same wavelength. Which is very sad. For I the know. Rest of I'm us. terrified. Give me more gin. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm just this. I I, I say I'm interested in the plot. I'm not going to keep watching. I'm hoping that it gets canned and they put a synopsis somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I, I won't keep watching. But I am interested to find out. The, the plot is kind of intriguing. To, it's, it's hard to watch, though. To, uh, to try to be fair to it, I should say that uh, I have had a bad week and I don't think uh, I was in the mood for that sort of show, i.e. crap. Yeah, but but yeah, no, I couldn't tell you why with Dexter because uh, my main problem with Dexter was I just felt like it was just cliches and it had been done to death. So I don't know why this didn't resonate so strongly when clearly it's the same sort of problem. Mm. Right. That is vanished. You can find it on hard drives around Australia. I'm sure. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible. I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. Channel 9, of course, had on Sunday night their big Abermania special, and they think they can I so put missed it. They think they can put these things on and nobody gets hurt and it, and it's all fine. I'll tell you who gets hurt. You? Us Apprentice fans. Aww. Where was The Apprentice? I, I don't know. Where has it been, Ross? I keep looking for it. I don't know when it's, <laughs> it's on. It's usually on around the dynamic 11.30 on a Sunday night time slot. Right. It was missing because, of course, they have to show Muriel's Wedding. If they're showing an ABBA special, of course. Muriel's Did Wedding has really? to be shown. That's blatant. Uh, so that's, in and of itself, that's pretty crap. I was tempted to start downloading it because I thought maybe that's the end for The Apprentice. So does that mean we're a week behind now on what they're showing in the States? <laughs> yeah, a week and six months. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking maybe, maybe I should start downloading it if I want to watch it. Then I noticed that this week's episode of The Apprentice, it's according to the, you know, the description of the episode, it's the right episode that they're showing. Unfortunately, they've scheduled it for only running for half an hour. No, Why? this week it's showing from eleven thirty until twelve. Uh, surely they'll rectify that in in some uh, online guide, or maybe you should give them a call and find out. Do it's, so. It's don't be it. like the SBS audience. <laughs> Persist. <laughs> no, I'll wait until Make I'll wait point. for three or four weeks and then I'll. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Good job, Channel 9. I have no idea how, even without ads. I mean, they don't put many ads in it because they figure no one's watching. But even without ads, it's still 40, 45 minutes of television. I, I don't see how they can cut it down to half an hour. No, and I, don't think I don't think they're going to. I really think that that was probably an error. And they're either not going to show it or they'll show it in, in its entirety. I don't think they'll only show half of it. They're also screwing with Survivor. And I don't think we'll see the next season personally over here. Okay. Is there going to be another season over there? They start, have they started one? Uh, Survivor rates really well. In the States? It rates yeah. really well or in both? the States. Yeah. Rates uh, quite poorly here. Even the Race Wars Yeah, one? Yeah, that, that didn't do anything here, but it does rate very well in the States. I think it, it, it wins its time slot and it's the highest rating for the night, I think, from memory. Yeah, they, like, it does really well. They love it. They hug it and they kiss they it. Really? Yeah. With tongue? And squeeze Sometimes. it. Oh Sometimes. Uh, I want to talk about both Abermania and Survivor in Pork. So let's go into uh, Letters to Box Cutters so I can get to Pork quickly. Larry Postman. I have a letter. Did you read it? You're a godsend. Save you. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. The postman. Letters to box cutters. Who wants to go first? Max, I'll, not it. I'll go first. We had a letter from uh, Mobo, who people might remember designed the box cutters logo and is a regular contributor. He uh, he wrote to us to say that uh, he was reading a letter in the Green Guide and he thought that it sounded a little familiar. So he opened the previous day's Herald Sun. Yeah. And found the same letter written by a person of the same name and same suburb. Is this a coincidence? Mobo thinks not. So using certain resources resources that he has access to, he found out that this guy had had identical letters published earlier in the year as well. So curiosity peaked. Mobo went to work and found out that he's had about 50 letters published in both The Age and The Herald Sun over the last six months. What? Not just in The Green Guide and The Guide, but in the 50-50 column, the And Another Thing page, and basically all over. 
doing a bit more... Does Mobo work for the State Library? No. <laughs> doing a bit more research, he came to the figure of... This, this person has apparently been responsible for 340 letters since October 1999. That's astounding. So, uh, so good work for that... Uh, Mobo, and uh, he, he assumes that, uh, that this person's obviously a retiree with nothing better to do and has all of his, the letters in a scrapbook, and he hopes to be buried with it. That's the sort of Ellery Queen-style detective work I expect from all of our listeners. <laughs> Is that going too far? Is that expecting too much? No. I don't think so. I thought you were going to say Angela Lansbury detective work, which would be good too. Typewriter. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. We love the dedication. Uh, a letter from. She was mad for killing. <laughs> mad for killing. I'm sus on her. Yeah. Everywhere she went. A letter from Kerry, who is good because she offers kisses. She says she's malicious. <laughs> Cheap whore, what, Brett. From, and what, at a booth for a dollar? <laughs> what? <laughs> she yes. says she's. Uh, no, no, the X at the bottom of the letter. Right. She says she's malicious and illegal. Um, talking about uh, something on the blog. Fix that up for her. It's actually a new plugin on WordPress that um, if your IP address has been uh, tracked as a spamming machine, probably uh, infected by some sort of virus. Some kind of zombie um, machine. It'll let you know and it won't let you post. Uh, if you don't have a virus, you can click on the link and is, say, is this part take of my your number off. And- contractual obligation with Kerry to read out everything she writes? <laughs> <laughs> if he wants more kisses, yes. <laughs> and Dr. Esther. Uh, writes in, rescue me. I wanted to see if we've considered reviewing the US series, uh, which uh, has Dennis Leary, is written by Dennis Leary. Uh, And it's co-created by Dennis Leary and stars Dennis Leary as Dennis Leary. Dr. Esther says, it's not quite the standard of The Shield, but similar in many ways. Both are on FX Network in the US. and this is about post-9-11 firefighters. You need to mo- watch more than episode five, Josh. And it takes a while before you realise it's not... No kisses for not you. Forget that. The, I, I, I did reply to Esther, but, but I'll, I'll fill the rest of uh, the audience in on what was going on. The, um, I have seen some of Rescue Me. I don't know what episodes they were. It used to screen on Fox 8. And uh, I just can't stand Dennis Leary. So, for me, I just cannot get into it because he is barrier to entry for me. Well, once we get through fall, maybe Ross and I will have a look at it yep. and uh, we'll yep. do a bit of a... Yeah, but, it, should, it should be available for rental. But at I've already got stuff. a stack of things <laughs> for summer that I've got to watch. Like, I've got Love My Way Series 1 and 2 and Deadwood Series 3 and, you know, lots of stuff there. But but I will have a look at it. We got an Amazon package yesterday that was... Uh, uh, Veronica Mars season two. Ah, so excellent. now I can watch one and two all in one weekend. Excellent. Hey, uh, we also uh, had a text to box cutters. If you want to send us a text, feel free. Uh, I see your Princess Diana 10-year anniversary and raise you idiot Tom Cruise's wedding. At least Italy should be nice. That was from, uh, of course, Nine's European correspondent, James Talia, and, who and our, is going to be in Italy covering the wedding. Oh, really? Stationed in our European bureau. Yes. Our European correspondent as well. Thank you very mm. much. Uh, and I have one from Gabby, who says that she's uh, finished watching uh, episode two of Heroes. She thinks it's awesome. She's going to keep downloading it. Uh, I like the cast. They are all people that I've seen from somewhere. While I was watching, I, I was like, hey, that's the dude from Mysterious Ways, or that's Franklin from Scrubs. It's pretty fun watching and seeing people come out of the... W- She's written Wookworks, but I think she meant <laughs> Woodworks. But it threw me. It threw me. And trying to figure out where I've seen them all before. I, I also think it's worth watching because it's uh, a good show. Gabby, I, you know, give that a chance as well. It's not just a where's Wally for, for your own benefit. <laughs> Gabby also wrote to say that uh, she'd just seen the last episode of the mini six-run episodes of, of Dead Lost. Walk? No. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and loved it. Uh, yeah, that, that was great. Maybe we can talk about that in Pork as well. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod, cast, done. Pork is on the table. Now, Marie, you've actually what? never been. If it's, 
Now, Marie, you didn't say it like that. I said, now, Marie. I'm just ready. Right. Uh, uh, You've never actually been in the studio for a whole episode, so you've never witnessed the wonders of pork. No, I'm about to. Essentially, everything that was tiny and we thought wasn't worthy of its own segment... We just created this new Why segment do you called call pork. It pork. Well, Brian Nankervis, who we had on the show, uh, yeah, some, I recognize some months his ago, voice. he uh, he did that ID for us uh, quite impatiently and uh, wanting to get to his own dinner. Uh, no, no, and- he was really nice about it. He was just stating matter-of-factly that dinner was ready because he looks after the kids at home. Oh, so he was saying pork now was on pork. The table. Yeah, pork, pork is on the table. Oh. So we get to the end of the show, pork is on the table. Oh, I see. That's, that's nice. How, that's how it works. Why does everyone sound so repulsed when in your opening credits? Why is everyone going, Egh. It was just that random crowd, sound they, effect they're completely that was repulsed. Around. You'll, oh, you'll, you'll ooh, have to. Uh, or they go, ooh, but then the next two are like, ah, ah. You'll have to ask Brett. He Increasingly came, he came repulsed. It's, yeah. like, it's like they're watching fireworks. Yeah, but they're not going, ooh, ah. They're going, ooh, ugh. It's like, like they're, they're watching they're fireworks and vomit. They're fireworks out of someone's bottom. <laughs> Interestingly, I was thinking of uh, creating a new box cutters theme. So, uh, no, don't do that on my name. part. No, I, no, just, I, was I was just curious. I thought there might be a, a tie-in. There might, but I don't think there is. Now, Marie, Marie's never been here, but she fits right into the Marie, yes. state of mind perfectly. You're famous for uh, your oh. role on ABC TV. I thought you were going to say on Neighbours. Tuesday Book Club, gonna... which um, is, has one episode to go for the year, but yes. it's not going to be on a Tuesday. No, it's on a Sunday. Yeah. What? How, how is that a Tuesday? I don't know. It's on, I don't know why. It gets really confusing. It's the Christmas special and it goes for an hour. And the guests on it. Jermaine Greer. Right. And uh, Father Frank Brennan. Well, I, I hope you get stuck into Jermaine Greer for, not, for all of us Steve n- Irwin fans. No, I'm not going anywhere near her. And part of me is hoping <laughs> that if she gets stuck into me, that Australia will raise me up to kind of Steve <laughs> Irwin-esque, godlike proportions. Can you take it's a prob- present in for her? No. And, and have it all wrapped up for her? And, and have like a little stingray toy? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fire her up because everyone's going, she's going to kill you. I don't so think I'm not going to. Everyone that I've spoken to. Brent, has said I had that. a better joke than that. <laughs> what? I was going to say, if she gets stuck into you, be careful because she has barbs. It's because joke. you said it was a better joke before you said it. <laughs> I know. Because you like waved all these you flags around it. it. And then it just joke. sort of dribbled in. <laughs> it might have been a better joke when you first thought of the it. The German judge is giving it 8.5. <laughs> hey, I know nothing. Uh, Marie, I yes. want to uh, ask you too. When you were on the first week talking about book club, mm-hmm. you were saying that it was going to be a rotating panel. Yes. Has that changed? Because no, well, you, you that's what go, I thought. I thought you weren't going to be on the second or the third. That's you didn't think I you were. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm and doing an amazing I think the audience research <laughs> came in and, and we had very It was the same SBS favorites. research as well. <laughs> Everyone because went, Marie Hardy, right on. What's the age? Jason Steger. Jason Steger, obviously well, kept, keeping yeah, on. Yeah, so we're that. kind of the regulars, but whether they keep us for every episode next year or, you know, that, I don't know. I make, thought they might get new people next year and I just don't know. Any decision that's made on the ABC about any particular show has to go through committee so it'll be a while i hope so it, it makes sense to have kind of two regular people or three regular people and two floating people yeah well people i mean they've all been different people so far but people on the website are all saying bring back x Every, of course everyone wants peter Cundle back or mm-hmm. a lot of people like saffron and mm-hmm. you know so people have got their favorites yep uh, and penny cook everyone liked as well okay She's been married. Not so many fans. Because I loved her in country practice. (laughs) But um, Jennifer Burns, is is her upper respiratory system okay? She sounds like she's wheezing. She's not wheezing. (gasps) I don't know what you're implying. When she's talking and she takes a breath, it's like this. She's probably excited (gasps) about the books. Wouldn't you be? It sounds sounds like she's got a lung condition. No. No, not up close. Not, and I sit next to her. Do you not notice I'm on it? her right-hand side. Have a, have a look. That's Speaking right. I meant, to, I meant to get Josh to introduce you as saying, Marie Cardi comes to box cutters with no agenda. Because that's oh, how you're yes. introduced oh. on the book club. Yeah. Speaking of ABC personalities and, and their potential issues, <laughs> does anyone think David Stratton has had a facelift? <gasps> no. I, I, don't I was think watching so. the movie show last night. He was looking a little bit tight in the face. Maybe he was excited. You know, he was excited Did, about some film and he was well, quite pe- surprised by the end. People get tight in the face when they... Yes. Blood it was rushes the, um... to the back of his head and pulls all the cells <laughs> back. 
That's what happens when you really like a movie. It was, okay, well, it was all about all the, all the Scarlett Johansson films I was showing. Yeah, they, they did a, have 29 oh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson films. I get, I get a facelift when her films come on as well. <laughs> oh, I get a stomach lift. You get a, a facelift somewhere else. No, I've gone off Scarlett Johansson. <gasps> I, I really get have. out. It was, I can't, you know what, I can't remember what it was. I think it's just overexposure. No. I think it's just overexposure. Not enough exposure. Um, has anyone ever watched 60 Minutes? Hands up. Mm-hmm. Right, Peter Harvey does the letters at the end of 60 Minutes. These days, yes. Has anyone seen his replies? Because somebody will write a letter and go, I don't think you were very fair on blah, 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 blah. And then Peter Harvey will go, you are. <laughs> and then go to the next letter. Somebody says you are. Pretty much. Wow. It's quite infantile. That's fantastic. I like that. I like that he gets a right of reply. He gets a right of reply, but it's not very good. I haven't <laughs> seen that. I think I saw like a video reply that he did once, which was about well, fuel he filmed himself though. saying, you are in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Back to me. No, no. He did like this. Shut it again, Peter. He did like this teeny tiny micro report. Um, it was, and it was in response to, to petrol prices or something. But it was like months ago. It was six months ago or something. Right. Hmm. And did he say you are? I, I've forgotten the point of your story. So yes. I, I <laughs> yeah. blanked out. But, but like they're actually producing segments for it, for his reply. Right. It's ridiculous. Uh, Abermania, did anyone watch it? No. 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 I heard uh, Beck was shite. Well, I, who would know she hadn't spoken to anyone she, beforehand? She no was... Press. She was absolutely terrible. Absolutely what did 100%. She, do? she hosted. With oh. Richard Wilkins. Or she more turned oh, up. There's a match made Turned in up and kind of imitated an English speaking chicken. Oh. It's, I think that, that's more correct. She had nothing natural about her at all. Like the, the way she actually read the auto cue sounded like she had never read English before. But we, we, her, predi- her we predicted this last week on the show. Why would you get her to host anything? I was hoping that she'd had some training. You nah. only sing a song. Exactly. She, She's she a comes, singer. But she comes with a lot of press. That's it. I mean, even before she did the show, there were articles about her not speaking to other media. So, so the buzz was kind of being generated. I mean, she comes as a the name. The publicity yeah. is worth the fact that she can't talk. Who cares what she does when she gets on there? She's a, People are watching by then. I also, I also think maybe they had her on there to make Richard Wilkins look good. <laughs> which also no mean feet. <laughs> which also failed because he really made himself look terrible. He's so. Why do you think Abba was so popular? Well, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> no chance for like. He was, sorry, it would be Beck. Only Richard asks think? the questions. And, well, I'll tell you. Like, just no chance for anyone to answer, particularly Beck Cartwright, who was being asked the question. She didn't know anyway. No, probably no, not. Uh, the I, I watched three musical items. I said to my housemate. I have to watch three musical items and then I can kill you, myself. you can have the remote control, but I just need to see enough to, to know how terrible it is. Uh, by the end of the second one, I think both of our asses had bled off onto the couch. <laughs> nice. Just atrocious. I can't believe that wasn't in the reviews. <laughs> My ass split off into the couch. Hey, speaking of Richard Wilkins, uh, he's going to be uh, fill-in hosting uh, the Today Show over oh, the Christmas oh break God. with uh, Sarah Murdoch, who's oh, yeah, going in to replace Jessica Rowe, she who must not be mentioned. There's a perky whilst pair. she's on maternity yeah, leave. Well, it's, it's interesting because Richard Wilkins hosting anything is about as painful as getting a filling, which means that it's appropriate that he's the filling host. A colonic <gasps> filling. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I don't want that filled with zinc. Not as rich Hey, who remembers Stan Grant? I do. He's going back to uh, SBS News. Really? To uh, co-host it with... Uh, with his somebody. bit on the side. Is he going to play that his guitar? Harlot. What? That, don't what? you, don't you what? remember? There the was wanton this, woman. There was this whole thing. Stan Grant know. and... Uh, Tracy... Someone. Someone. <laughs> uh, they were going to be... They were both going to be commentators for the Olympics. Uh, but Which they, Olympics? The... Like the Barcelona ones. I haven't yeah, seen him for about that one. It was Barcelona. Yeah, it was the... Yeah. Or maybe Atlanta. Anyway, they were going to They were going to be... Uh, they were going to be uh, hosts or, or commentators for, for those Olympics. Uh, but they had individually both left their spouses for each other. And Channel 7 went, we can't have that sort of reality on our televisions. We can write shows about it, but if we have real people who have done that, no, 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 no. And cancelled them. And then, they you know, sacked them, yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. That, wow. Yeah. No, I didn't hear. I, I must have been overseas at the time. He'll be joining That's Janice. That's your answer to everything. Join, if it was Atlanta, I was definitely overseas. He'll be joining Janice Peterson for SBS World News Australia. Uh, he has been That's why working. Why didn't see the Abermania special? <laughs> after a stint for CNN in Hong Kong. Yes, that's, that's where he has been playing mm. his guitar. He'd love to play guitar. Does anybody remember that? I remember the frontline piss take. Right. Uh, last thing I want to talk about Survivor. Oh, oh Jack Palance is dead. Yeah, that's his to absent friends. Yep. Uh, Survivor, I was watching last night. I think they're getting a bit lazy with their editing. I haven't seen last night's one yet, so don't give away any well, spoilers. Well, all I'll say is that the editing made it way too obvious about who was going to win the elimination challenge or the... Uh, the, the the challenge for the idol, uh, and I I just thought well they're getting a bit lazy it's a bit weak I wasn't really impressed with that. Uh, also I, I want to uh, I want to give out my thoughts and uh, all all of our uh, heartfelt thoughts to Ravik Manus and the Emmett family uh, who lost Belinda last Saturday as we mentioned earlier in the show it's uh, it's been a very sad week and uh, our hearts go out to them. I want to say that's the end of the show. Thank you, Marie Cardi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're wonderful. Are you okay yourself? Thanks. Another gin? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say thanks to 3 Triple R, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. Brett, you had a sharp intake of breath. No, no, that no, was. He was just doing his Jennifer Burney ref- impersonation. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no, that was my refreshed uh, breath after uh, finishing off the gin. So, thank you, 3 Triple R. You can check them out uh, on the web at rr.org.au. They've got this fantastic show on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock. It is very good. Yeah, it's hot. Brian Mannix went on it once. Really? Really? So did uh, the guy from Ratcat. I also want to say that you can email us, hooray, at boxcutters.net. And check out the blog at boxcutters.net. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. Oh, Marie Carney. <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. Oh, that was my most Denise Drysdale moment ever. <laughs> my God. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there.